Hey guys, what's up? It's Bobby. Uh, today is episode 103 and we are talking some current events, everything from uh, Sal going to Vegas tomorrow. So will Sal kidnap Mike Tyson's tiger and take it for a ride? Uh, we'll talk a little bit about when our next event is. Uh, flash flood here in St. Louis, um, crazy stuff. The Chaco Taco is discontinued. So even though we haven't had it before, uh, we need to get our hands on one before they are gone for good. And Saudi Arabia, are they building the next Hunger Games? Let's dive in. All right, so let's hop on into it, Sal. Uh, take two here. So uh, what's going on in your world, buddy? Well, uh, it was a pretty good week at work. I'm flying to Vegas tomorrow morning for the first time ever. Vegas. So don't know what, what to expect. It's for a buddy's bachelor party, and then I turn 29 on Saturday. You're turning 29? Yep. Damn. Yep. You're old, bro. I know. Well, well, younger than you, but old. You are younger. <laughs> you are younger than me. Thanks for pointing that out. So the group of guys that you're going to uh, Vegas with, are these like degenerates? Are you guys going to get into some trouble? Is this going to be like hangover type scenario or what? Probably. The hangover type scenario, probably. But the rest of the guys, I haven't really like hung out with them. So it'll be the first time meeting majority of them. Just I know I know the bachelor and I know one of our his buddies that lives here. So do you know what you're doing like each and every single day? Is it mapped out or is it just gonna be like a free for all? So someone mentioned golf. I suck at golf. I'll probably be the caddy for it. So I don't mind that. Yeah. Like I'll probably just chill, drink, talk shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, your golf swing sucks, but I can't compare because I suck too. So so are you gonna do you have clubs? Are you gonna bring clubs with you? I don't even want to own a pair of golf balls. <laughs> <laughs> One time I go to my hit a golf ball is I go to Top Golf. Okay. So I work uh, on my swing. So I'll be out in Vegas uh, a month, well less than a month after you. I'm gonna be there the seventeenth through the nineteenth. Okay. Um I just qualified uh for a trip through Aflac and actually am gonna be out there. Um, morning of August 17th, I actually was able to finagle a direct flight. Everything, like the booking system for Aflac wants you to take all these different flights that have connections and that are really affordable. And I found Southwest flights on there that were direct flights. So on the way out there, I leave St. Louis at 845 and uh -huh. land Vegas time at like 1015. That's what I'm doing. And so then, I'm leaving okay. at 830 in the morning, land there right at 1030, like 10, 1030. But like flights are expensive, bro. How much would, would you, were you able to get yours? Oh, I don't even know. I it's Aflax money. Uh, I mean, I'll have to. Damn. I'll be taxed on it. I'll get a ten ninety nine for it. But uh, yeah, so I'll pay taxes on on all of that. But uh, then my return flight, I'm not getting back until late on Friday. I I put on there. I want, didn't want to leave until like almost eight p.m. and I'm gonna get back at like one a.m. So make Shelby pick me up from the airport, or or I'll take an Uber, yeah, something I, like that. But I have a plan to. Get there Wednesday. It'll be my last. It'll be days 72, 73, and 74 of 75 hard. Oh, so shit. it'll be no problem for me because I'm going out there by myself because Shelby can't go. It's her first uh, her first days of her new job. Okay. So it's going to be just me going out there. So I'm already looking into tea times uh, and then actually going to try and have lunch with a guy. Um, actually, probably be good for us to have on the podcast at some point, Jordan Adler, who is the author of... Uh, better than beach money, and just last week was hanging out with Richard Branson. So maybe, uh, maybe a good person for us to to have on. But I'm hoping to be able to uh, go grab lunch or coffee with him or or something like that. Good so stuff. Good stuff. That's all. That's all I got. What else is going on, man? Um, other than that, just got to get ready for uh, a class I'm about to take. 
end of August. So. You've been talking about that for a while. Have you actually have you actually paid for and started studying so I, for this? Yeah, so we we did a deposit. I just gotta log into it and look at the curriculum and like download all the software that I need to use. Well, like, what's keeping you from doing this, buddy? I don't know. I'm procrastinating. Yeah, <laughs> that shit, bro. You need to start. I probably like. I was like. I'll probably start doing it once I get back from Vegas. And well, yeah. If you're, I mean, if you're leaving tomorrow, there's really no reason for you to right. start. Just, just, just like, enjoy Vegas and 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 get worry back about that. when and you get back. Thing, Let future Sal worry about that. Right. And then once I get back, the following Saturday, I got invited to a wedding. So I'm excited for that. Okay. Well, it's that'll at, be good. I know it's at AB Beer Gardens, and they offering a tour, so I'll get to check out my first time. Tour at AB. You've never done a tour at Anheuser-Busch? I was supposed to meet up with my cousins one time, and I got there like five minutes late, and they didn't wait for me. So and they wouldn't let me you. in either. So I was just like, what the hell? So I literally got there, literally just waiting there for a good 45 minutes at like the beer garden place, waiting for them to get done with their tour, because they wouldn't let me in, because I was five minutes late. I was like, okay, thanks, AB. Damn, bro. Well, you got some shitty fucking friends. Well, it was my cousins. You got some shitty fucking family. Well, it's not their fault. It's the tour guide's fault. Well, it's... Sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I mean, there's um, rules, man. You gotta stick by. Fair enough. <laughs> um, shoot. Other than that, uh, got a golf tournament coming up this weekend. Uh, nothing crazy like our boy DG and his uh, big tournaments that he's got going on. But uh, playing in a charity scramble this weekend for the St. Louis Sports Commission uh, with MJ, Matt James, and uh, other than that, trying to get some more some more rounds in, but. Um, other than that, uh, I know we have a, an event coming up August 17th that uh, should be at Drive Social Media uh, with the special guest speakers, Zach Schaefer, I think he's talking about. Uh, and then hopefully I'm not wrong on this, but I think it's conflict management uh, and having some more difficult conversations. So I um, want to say that's it. Sal, you can correct me if I'm wrong. You're probably right. <laughs> okay, I've, I've, we'll, we'll go with I'm probably right. Um, but in in some other news, uh, if you don't have anything else, Sal, I'll kind of jump into a couple different things. And uh, I think the first thing that we should mention, especially since it was yesterday, was all the, the flash flood in St. Louis. And uh, I woke up yesterday morning, and uh, my first thing that I do is go for an outdoor workout right now, wake up early, get that outdoor workout knocked out. And I saw a flash flood warning and I looked outside and it was drizzling. It wasn't too bad. And uh, I didn't think much of it. I was just like, oh, I've seen this before. I, I remember seeing flash flood warnings pop up on my phone before and thinking like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And um, I mean, just kind of go about my day. And halfway through my walk, I got, it was a torrential downpour and everything was, it was absolutely soaked. And then throughout the day, it ended up getting worse and worse and worse. And actually we were on, I mean, we were on national news with this and apparently, so we got, I want to say it was nine inches of rainfall, which accounts for about 25% of what St. Louis usually gets over the course of an entire year. We got 25% of that in less than 24 hours. Um, and obviously some sad things that happened. There was a uh, one person who uh, ended up dying and then uh, there were, um, I think it was Stray Paws Rescue. Uh, it was a, a stray rescue uh, that had a lot of puppies that actually drowned and, and did not make it. So um, very, very sad and strange day in St. Louis yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I was just woke up like a normal morning thinking I'm going to go to work. And then we get a text from our boss like, hey, don't come in right now. Like the parking lot's all flooded. Uh, she mentioned that the uh, watering bowl right across from the street in Brentwood there's like five boats around it rescuing the pets out of there. I think they were able to get the majority of them, so no one got harmed at that location. But 
it's sad to hear, you know? Yeah. Um, But I think, like, our building, like, the very bottom of it, like, the escape room, they got flooded. So it's just crazy to see all these pictures and how all these properties got damaged and stuff. So that was pretty crazy. Did you see the picture of Riverport or better known as Hollywood Casino Amphitheater out in Maryland Heights? Yeah, I was not expecting that to be. Yeah, the entire entire lower pavilion below those box seats was completely... Uh, covered in water, which I thought was I have yet to been bizarre. there. Either. I've never. Been you have to, not been there. <laughs> I've never been to Halloween. <laughs> well, you're not missing out on too much. We don't have. Uh, it's not the great, greatest venue in the world. The oh, the man. backdrop is basically a landfill, so uh, oh. nothing too exciting there. That's a, it's a landfill right there, right behind the amphitheater. You have a view of the the landfill, and then certain hours of the day, you can smell that shit, and it doesn't smell good. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So crazy flooding. Uh, obviously, something that uh, is really sad, and the Rain continued here a little bit today, and I know it's supposed to rain a little bit more tomorrow. And it's one of those unfortunate things where we were going through a pretty significant drought, and uh, it was really hot. And now, then we go from one extreme to another, uh, with it being really bad as far as just the uh, all the all the rain and and the flash flood warnings and and whatnot. So, um, other than that, though, uh, some of the other things that we have on here, uh, the Choco Taco was discontinued. So, a sad day for Choco Taco lovers. But uh, Sal and I were actually talking about this before, and Sal has never had a Choco Taco. Um, I believe I had a Choco Taco once in my life as a child. So. To be honest, this isn't something that makes me incredibly sad. However, there probably are quite a few sad people out there. So, Sal, I, I mean, is there a way for us to get our hands on some Choco Tacos and try those uh, before they're gone forever? Or probably go to your local Deerbergs or Snooks and hoard them, I guess. Maybe keep one and sell it on eBay and see how much you can go for. But <laughs> sell one on e- not a, actually not a bad idea. You never know. You could just keep one in the freezer. Um, I love the this Andres. article. The first thing that you pull up here whenever we go to this Choco Taco article, it's a picture of Joe Biden uh, <laughs> holding a, a waffle cone and looking hilarious on here. But yeah, uh, apparently um, apparently there's just uh, there's Choco Taco is no more. So I I don't know. I guess it looks just like a waffle cone. Uh, with just some chocolate on. I, actually, it looks pretty delicious. I'm gonna not gonna lie. It does I, look pretty. Good. I, I've I've never had one before, but uh, after after I'm done with 75 hard, maybe in between 75 hard and phase one, I'll I'll try and get my hands on a, a choco taco, and maybe we can do a little choco taco. Probably review. buy one now and then save it until you get back from Vegas. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Not a bad idea. So we will uh, we'll definitely do that. Maybe we can get our hands on on one of those. Uh, in other news too, uh, I. Well, it was funny before you actually sent this over. I got a text from Shelby saying, "Hey, we have to play the the Mega Millions." And yeah. <laughs> I don't play the lottery. I like I like to do scratchers every once in a while. I think they're kind of fun. Um, but apparently, no winners yesterday, and the Mega Millions is now over one billion dollars. Yep, one point oh two billion. So, are you going to get a ticket? Yeah, I probably might. Do you um, have? You probably might, or you probably definitely will. I probably will, because usually, usually when it gets up this high, like me and my my close group of friends, we're like, "Yo, everyone pitch in twenty. We all like have the numbers, and then we like, if we win, we split it evenly, you know. But like, that's the only time we go if it goes up this high. If it's like four hundred million, we're like, eh. So it's it, well, because it's bizarre. Six hundred and two million cash. Is how much you would get as far as that goes. You got to think like, oh, yeah, like if, if you this get is it, like 
like when you win it and you like want like yeah. all of it. it. Yeah, if you want to take, I guess I, I don't know exactly how it works because I haven't won the lottery, but um, I feel like I would just hire someone. I don't care how much money I'd have to pay them to tell them or have them tell me what exactly to do with every single one of those pennies um, because they, I don't know what the statistic is on this. And maybe this is something that you can look up while we're going through this, but how many, how many people that win the lottery end up actually broke. going broke, <laughs> which is hilarious and crazy to think about. But uh, I mean, it's the same thing with professional athletes, you know, get paid big and then, uh, and then end up just going bankrupt because well, they end up spending is, all their money on their boys or well, their posse. That, and then I think it's like when it gets up to that high, do you like, is it better for you to get a lump sum, all of it, and all of it at the same time? Or like, is it better to do an annuity and get a yearly? Because sometimes you could get screwed over if it's done yearly. I feel like that's what I would want more. I, I Give it to me on a yearly basis so I don't blow it all in, well, then in one point. What if point, they don't give I, you the exact amount that you're supposed to get after tax? Oh, I see. Right. I have no idea how any of this stuff. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. Like, if it gets would win to a certain point, is it's probably better to do a lump sum. So here, after the tax and everything, I feel like. So I have no idea. All I know is what I just looked up. Whether they win five hundred million or a million dollars, about seventy percent of lotto winners lose or spend all that money in five years or less. Goddamn, which is just bizarre to me. I don't know. I guess if that's me and I win that money, like I said, I'm taking that straight to an accountant and I'm saying I'll pay you this percent of all this to help me manage this money for the rest of my life. Make sure that I have enough money for. My kids, my kids, kids, my kids, 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 and then make sure that uh, I have enough money to go do the things that I want to do, have the things paid off that I want to have paid off. What are some good investments that I need to put in to have this money continue to build? But it's just, I don't know, that just goes to show the ignorance of America that you can win, whether it's a million dollars or $500 million, and that 70%, seven out of every 10 of these people are, they lose all that money. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? It's crazy. That's fucking ignorant. Well, no, no, no. Could it's also like financial literacy could also play effective. Yeah, so very like, true. If they're not like financial literate, probably get screwed over a lot. So yeah, because that's happens a lot with athletes and stuff. Whoever like rookie athletes and like really good athletes, they get paid a lot of big contracts, but they don't realize they end up being broke a lot. Yeah, like Terrell Owens was one of them. I feel like. There's a shoot. If you look up the list of all the professional athletes that have gone broke, there's a big one, and there's an awesome thirty for thirty on that. Uh, if you haven't looked at that that before, that's a good one to look at. Uh, speaking of big contracts, uh, how about uh, the Cardinals being some a potential front runner for Juan Soto? You think uh, you think the Cardinals and and Mo is going to do it, or you think we're we're trying to build for like trying to grow our farm system? See that's <laughs> see that's the biggest thing because I. Mo is stingy with our money. Like we don't, we don't spend a lot on like players on free agency, but he is like willing to like ship off and trade for players. So it's going to be interesting though. But is, would that be a franchise killer? Right. Because do you get yourself in a position where hey maybe you you end up like the like a Theo Epstein type move whenever he was there with uh, the Cubs and he you got all these great players together and then for it only to fizzle out. And then you're seeing what's happened to the Cubs organization right. now and you have 
Chris Bryant's. I don't even know if Chris Bryant's starting. I don't even know if he's At starting in San Francisco. Is he? In, he's in Colorado. I forgot he's in Colorado. Yeah, so he, he signed went from San Francisco deal with to the Rockies, Colorado. Yeah. Rizzo is playing pretty well in New York. Yeah, I want to say. Uh, and then who is their other? Well, you Javier, Javier Baez, Baez signed with Detroit. He, and he's with Detroit, yeah. and so they're all they're all over the place. And that team has gone from uh, it looked like they were going to be a perennial like just big time threat to almost nothing overnight. And it's like, do you sacrifice winning one World Series and then have years where you're 20, 40 games under 500 and not even in the right. race for the playoffs? Or are you impatient? And are the Cardinals fans feeling some impatience where, all right, you guys have, we, I guess we were in the NLCS, the championship series against the Washington Nationals in, in 2019. Uh, I remember going to those games just a few months before the pandemic hit. Um, but the time before that, that we were in the NLCS, I don't think, I think that was 2014 or 2000, maybe even it was 2013. A, it, was, it was like a consecutive one where it's like, we won in 2011, right? Let me. Won in 2011. NLCS, we lost to the Giants. 2013, we, we went to the World Series and lost to the Red Sox. Yeah. 14, lost to the Giants in the right. NLCS again. 15, I remember 15, we lost to the Cubs in the division series. Yeah, that pissed me uh, off. A little. <laughs> and then I, I can't remember. Well, 16 is when the Cubs won the World Series. I, I We either missed the playoffs in 16 or, or 17. I can't remember. I but it was 17 or 18. Okay. One of, the, one of those two. Yeah. Either way, but back on, on Juan Soto, it's what they're talking about, the Cardinals are talking about doing is having to deal what I think it's like Mason Wynn and um, – Jordan Jordan Walker and then uh, maybe like a Dylan Carlson uh, and one of their other big prospects, maybe like even a Nolan Gorman, uh, where you're looking at having to deal a significant amount of your farm. your top talent, your farm system. Now, instead of Carlson, would you throw in a Tyler O'Neill or like? I don't know. I, I dude, I have no idea. I think it'd be great for us to have Juan Soto because well, because what is he? He's right fielder. He's right fielder. Okay, for He's some like reason, twenty four. So, so whenever you look at the Cardinals organization, and we're spending a lot of time on this, but we love our our Cardinals, you got to think, okay, yeah, that would be a really cool move for us to do. It'd be great for us to have a Juan Soto. And if we could win a World Series from this in the next three years, and if you land a Juan Soto, maybe you have an Arenado and a Goldschmidt for the rest of their career. But then the question comes down to, can you afford this? Are you going to be able to put other talent around them? Or do you put some other little bit lower level players, but still good players around Arenado and Goldschmidt and say, hey, we can win a World Series with this team. Now, would you prefer Juan Soto or Shohei Atani? Because he's all, there's rumors of him maybe up for, because the Angels are in a like, dilemma right now where like, do they like ship off Mike Trout and Shohei Atani too and like rebuild? Mm-hmm. Well, if you get a Shohei, Shohei, or however you say his name, Shohei, is it Shohei Otani? Shohei Otani. If, if you get a Shohei Otani in St. Louis, you are going. That place is going to be packed every single night. You got a two. You got the first two way player really since Babe Ruth, um, and he's he's damn good. So, like, so is pitching is pitching better than like right field, like positional wise? Like, do you go for pitching or do you go for like pure young raw talent? I don't know. I I think in this case, like the Cardinals pitching is is not great, but I think we're also pretty beat up. You got Wayno, who's old. You got Michaelis, who's who had a great first half of the year, um, but he just got beat up against the Reds uh, a few games ago. Who was pitching against Tampa Bay? 
I can't remember. Or Toronto, sorry, not. I can't remember, but I know we got blown up there yeah. too. But then you also have a start. Uh, I mean, a pitcher you got a starter every five days, right? Um, I th- I wish it would, we would have gone out and got Scherzer and brought him home to. St. Louis, but I really hope so. Um, we got him, but there's unless we trade for him. There's there's so many teams and only so many players. So we'll see what uh, we'll see what the Cardinals do. Uh, Juan Soto, if uh, you're listening to this, because we know you love professional development, um, come to St. Louis, man. We'll we'll treat you right. Uh, and then come to uh, the podcast too, if you want. And yeah, <laughs> let's get him. Let's get him on here. Shoot, if it's I mean I can't remember the offer that he turned down from the Nats, but it was, it was like the riches MLB. Contract. Was it like fifteen years, like five hundred million or something like that? Fourteen something. years for twenty five, four seventy five, something like that. Something something ridiculous. But last thing that I wanted to talk about here, and this is absolutely bizarre. So Saudi Arabia just uh, released plans for this. 100-mile-long, 200-meter-wide, mirrored vertical city that goes across the desert. Uh, and I watched a little bit on this, and this this just came out today, I think. I, I hadn't seen anything else um, out here, but they had some mock-ups where, apparent, I guess, there's just a massive city that's just in one single line all across the desert, and uh, there it's going to have a whole ecosystem of, um, shoot, you can get everything that you need within a five minute like walking distance but then you also are going to have ways to get from one end of the line to the other end the 100 mile city quote unquote uh within 20 minutes apparently so uh sal what are your what are your thoughts on this craziness i mean we've seen like the video like of someone like someone was talking about it it looks pretty like legit but it's i mean it's dope looking for sure like and it's it, i think it was like like uh what is it? They're trying to use like autonomy, like no cars or anything. Right. And then like everything, like each district is all like five minutes apart, like house, work, school. It's all in like a school, like district. Do you think this has like Hunger Games written all over it? I could, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's an interesting concept, but I don't think it's going to be done by like 2030. Is that, so is that the forecasted uh, that's like timeline? What, that's what they're like doing like Saudi 2030 or something is what I saw, but. Well, here's the question is, is Live yeah, Golf like, going to be able to, uh, uh, ha- are they going to have golf courses inside this, <laughs> inside this? I guess it'd probably be big enough. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't really know. I guess if you hit one really far right, you're just right into someone's house or someone's business or into the grocery store or something the like that. drive. <laughs> yeah. Hey, shoot. Maybe. I, I don't know. But, uh, super interesting concept. Um, I mean, it, the way that it looks like I, it made me think of just something that was going to be like a concrete jungle, but in looking at a lot of the pictures here, it looks like there's a lot of different like green spaces and um, the fact that it's mirrored. Uh, just that's kind of bizarre to me too, because I'm like, I guess you'd have to build the mirrors perfectly to where they're not the sun's not coming in, and then like also burning a hole in something else you inside think it's because, the actual like, so walls. Like wildlife around it, could, like. I don't know. Aren't you going to have like birds flying into that and right. and stuff like that? I don't know. It's it's kind of bizarre uh, looking, but um, yeah, kind of a neat concept. Who knows if but it what will actually if it, happen? Well, Think about like flooding rain because we had the rains. They're like in the little tunnel way. Where's the water going to come if they're like trapped in? I mean, I'm sure they have a game plan for a lot of the stuff. It makes you wonder like how long have they been thinking? about something like this and is it as is it actually feasible i don't know but the uh the saudi arabians are uh shoot they're taking over our our golfers they and they want to build a big old uh ecosystem of big city line there in in the desert so 
pretty bizarre stuff, man. I know. It's um, crazy. Uh, Sal, you had a couple other things that I didn't have listed on here. Is there anything else that you uh, that you wanted to wrap on? Uh, I think it should be good. Cool. So, oh, thank you guys uh, for listening. If, if you like the content, obviously these are uh, more current event type episodes. So uh, if you're listening to this and it's uh, a year from now, it might not be as relevant. But um, if you like what you're listening to, please um, like our content. Find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, so on and so forth. We're on just about every major social media platform. Um, give us a follow, a like on there. Um, or, uh, if you could leave us a review, we would, we would greatly appreciate that. And, uh, last thing I'll mention again too, is we do have the, uh, our next, uh, bros and business event, our next mastermind, August 17th, um, which looks like it would be, will be at drive social media. So you guys should be seeing an invite on that here shortly. So, uh, that's all we got here today. Have a, have a good one guys. Peace. Deuces.